Welcome, and thank you for listening to Muskegon History and Beyond with the Lakeshore Museum Center. Today's episode will cover the life of Muskegon's most well-known poet, Douglas Malick. Douglas Malick was born in Muskegon on May 5, 1877. He lived his early life witnessing the decline and disappearance of the lumbering boom, which had put his hometown of Muskegon on the map. At a young age, he developed interest in poetry, and by age 10 had his first published poem, which appeared in the Detroit News. Around the same time, he got a job working for the Muskegon Chronicle delivering newspapers. Little did he know then that he would eventually become a reporter and feature writer for 13 years for the very same paper. It was while working with the Chronicle that he got to know Charles Hackley. After Hackley's death, Malick published a poem titled This Thing That Men Call Death as an Obituary. This poem is what Malick is known for best here in Muskegon. These mortal signs mark not the finish span. The breath may cease, the beating heart be still, but never one is dead on earth until he passes from the memory of man. And so would I not think on Hackley dead. There is no Hackley who is dead to me. His footprints in the city streets I see, and in her public places hear his tread. Twas not his gifts alone made Hackley great, the willing heart, the hand that never tired. Twas that within the Hackley's gifts inspired. These were of greatest service to the state. He taught the youth the need of industry. He taught the public mind the need of art. He taught the narrow soul the need of heart. He taught the land the need of loyalty. Growing up in what was a transitional and gloomy time in Muskegon's history seemed to have the opposite effect on Malik as you might guess. Much of Malik's work would focus around the woods and the lumbering industry, so much that he eventually gained fame as the lumberman's poet. While this way of life was disappearing, many of his poems are incredibly upbeat and optimistic. He would in fact be called the world's greatest optimist by one newspaper and described as having a philosophy of sunshine. This optimism can be seen in a poem titled, Ain't It Fine Today? Sure this world is full of trouble. I ain't said it ain't. Lord, I've had enough and double reason for complaint. Rain and storm have come to fret me. Skies are often gray. Thorns and brambles have beset me on the road, but say, ain't it fine today? What's the use of always weeping, making trouble last? What's the use of always keeping, thinking of the past? East must have his tribulation, water with his wine. Life, it ain't no celebration. Trouble, I've had mine. But today is fine. It's today that I am living, not a month ago. Having, losing, taking, giving. As time wills it so, yesterday a cloud of sorrow fell across the way. It may rain again tomorrow, it may rain, but say, ain't it fine today? In 1902, Malik was given the task by the Michigan State Federation of Women's Clubs to rewrite the lyrics to Michigan, My Michigan, the unofficial state song of Michigan. The original version was written during the Civil War, and the lyrics were later deemed unfit for peacetime. Set to the tune of O Tannenbaum, the new song was much more upbeat and spoke of the wonders of Michigan. I will spare you the torture of hearing me sing, but it is worth a listen and it can be found on YouTube, sung by much better singers than me. Even though Michigan does have an official state song, titled My Michigan, it is rarely heard because it is still under copyright, the rights not being secured even when the song was adopted as the state song in 1937. Thus, to this day, many consider the Malik version of Michigan My Michigan the state song and are not even aware of my Michigan.
Around 1902, Malik also took a job in Chicago working for a trade paper entitled The American Lumberman. He would eventually become the editor of the paper, and his positive outlook and lumbering life-themed poems went over many lumbermen. A good example of one of these is a poem titled Good Timber. The tree that never had to fight for sun and sky and air and light, but stood out in the open plain and always got its share of rain, never became a forest king, but lived and died a scrubby thing. The man who never had to toil to gain and farm his patch of soil, who never had to win his share of sun and sky and light and air, never became a manly man, but lived and died as he began. Good timber does not grow with ease, the stronger wind, the stronger trees, the further sky, the greater length, the more the storm, the more the strength. By sun and cold, by rain and snow, in trees and men good timbers grow. Where thickest lies the forest growth, we find the patriarchs of both, and they hold counsel with the stars, whose broken branches show the scars. Of many winds and much of strife, this is the common law of life. Malik would go on to be heavily involved in the Chicago newspaper scene, becoming the president of the Press Club of Chicago, president of the American Press Humorist, and master of the Writers Guild of Chicago. By the 1920s, he had written several books, including In Forest Land, The Woods, and Tote Road and Trail, Ballads of the Lumberjack. As he gained fame as a writer and poet, Malik expanded out and became a public speaker. He spoke at many clubs and institutions throughout the United States. He was known for giving talks on optimism, but also injecting a lot of humor. He had a reputation for keeping the audience laughing and engaged for the entire show or presentation, but also making them think on deeper themes in his work. On July 2, 1938, Douglas Malick died in Muskegon, Michigan. He is buried in Rose Hill Cemetery in Chicago. His many poems are often quoted and studied today and had an impact on many. I would like to thank you for listening today. Please remember to follow us on iTunes or at Podomatic.com to receive next month's episode. Also, feel free to leave us comments about what you think and what you would like to know more about. I will leave you today with one last Malik poem, one that was used by Martin Luther King Jr. in many of his speeches, entitled, Be the Best of Whatever You Are. If you can't be a pine on the top of the hill, be a scrub in the valley but be the best little scrub by the side of the rill. Be a bush if you can't be a tree. If you can't be a bush, be a bit of the grass, and some highway happier make. If you can't be a muskie, then just be a bass, but the liveliest bass in the lake. We can't all be captains. We've got to be crew. There's something for all of us here. There's big work to do, and there's lesser to do, and the task you must do is the nearer. If you can't be a highway, then just be a trail. If you can't be the sun, be a star. It isn't by size that you win or you fail. Be the best of whatever you are.